Welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. My name is Jim. Thank you for joining me today. You can find us on Facebook at Baby Boomer Tales. You can also access our website at babyboomertales.com. Once there, you will find pictures of the country I speak about so much, links to places you can hear our podcast. There's also other links for places you can go and things you can do. One thing I ask, is that you share this podcast if you enjoy it. When my daughters got into high school, one of them became a cheerleader and one of them became a forensics competitor. Now, if you've never experienced a forensics competition in high school, they're very competitive with a lot of talent. Let me read to you the difference between debate and forensics Debate and forensics classes often go hand in hand, but they are two different activities. Debate involves creating a specific speech and a plan, an affirmative side and a negative side. Whereas forensics is more like a track and field event. There is acting and speaking, partner events and singular events. Now my oldest daughter was a forensics competitor and that does not surprise me that it's like a track and field event because she participated in track and field also. We would go and watch these and what they were were kids doing all different sorts of speech, poetry reading, interpretation, all this different stuff. And as we went to more and more events, both of us, my wife and I, became judges in the events and later on our daughter's senior year we were even judges in the state competition it was a lot of fun and i'd probably still be doing it except for my hearing started to deteriorate right about that time pretty much and i was struggling there towards the end making sure what everybody was saying how they were saying it so i stepped down but i missed that critiquing each participant, seeing all the different kinds of how these kids have put whatever they were competing in together, see some brilliant ones and some that were just probably like me and just flying by the seat of their pants. It was very much fun. My daughter did a very good job. She was one of the better competitors from her school, and I was very proud of her. And I always try to keep my judging where I, when she was competing, that I could sit and watch her. We never judged her while she was competing. When I was in high school, my senior year, I had taken most of my required courses. So my senior year, I skated quite a bit. But I had classes. I had P.E., And what consisted of my P.E. class was my friend John and I taught the 7th grade P.E. class. The reason we taught it was our football coach was actually the teacher. But he'd have some of his football players teach these classes of underclassmen. And so John and I had the 7th grade. I also took library class. And what that consisted of is... We learned all about the Dewey Decimal System and all that stuff. But we basically had to repair books and put the books that were turned back in back on the shelves and stuff. It was really an easy A. It really was. 
Our teacher was, if you took library class, all of a sudden you became one of her favorites. Taking that rubber cement, gluing it onto the spine of the book, trying to attach the cover back to the book, and all this stuff. is more of a social gathering than a class, but it was fun. Study hall, we all know the joys of study hall. And I took a class called speech. Now, Leah Beth was my teacher, and she never really liked to be called by her first name, and I was requested not to call her by her first name during school hours, but she was one of my favorite teachers, definitely. But this speech class involved things like we would study at Shakespeare, pretty much goofed around, talked about different types of speech, different plays. One time we had to do uh, Taming of the Shrew, and she assigned me to have the lead role of the male. And there's a new girl in school, and she was like a brainiac and a know-it-all and all this. And she was assigned to be the female. I believe the name was Kate. The character's name was Kate. And we spent weeks doing the Taming of the Shrew, going through it doing a scene, then talking about it, dissecting it, and all this. And it became pretty heated between me and the girl playing Kate. And heated, I don't mean in a good way. And it was, she was difficult, and she was opinionated. And I was just the opposite, as far as my opinion. I didn't care. But the next semester, after we got through with Taming the Shrew, all of a sudden, she just moved. One day, she moved, never came back to school Towards the end of the school year, somebody came bringing a magazine article about some girl that was doing a thesis for college or writing a book or something. And what her deal was is she was crashing high schools, pretending she was a student, and enrolling, and the school didn't know any different, and becoming a student at such and such school for a time, and did have her picture, and we all swore that that girl in the article was a girl that played Kate in The Taming of the Shrew. We never heard from her again or anything. I can't remember if she was exposed as a fraud or if she wrote the article or if she got arrested. I don't know if they can arrest you for impersonating a high school student. What are you in for? I impersonated a high school student. Tough, tough times here in the joint. What are you in for? I killed 47 people. Well, it's nice to have a sailmate that I can relate to. Something like that. Towards the end of the school year, my senior year, it must have been in April, possibly in very early May, we prepared ourselves for the state speech meet. The only way I can explain what the state speech meet was it was very much identical to the forensics competitions that I judged with my daughter participating years later. But the name forensics, I do not remember that. Forensics actually started to gain ground in high schools around 1966, so it's very possible that it wasn't on the Colorado high school's radar yet. But we went to the University of Colorado in Boulder for the competition, and there were schools represented from all over the state. I participated in a competition called Discussion. Now, Discussion was different than Debate. 
debate you had to stand and have all of your ducks in a row where discussion we sat around a round table probably about eight of us and we discussed a subject they told us what the subject was I remember this I was told I should have notes on three by five cards to prepare myself for a discussion well three by five cards writing notes was not even an option for me so I got a couple of the girls in class to write a bunch of notes for me on the subject so I carried my notes in we sat down and this was the only competition we had all year was a state tournament and they threw out the subject and the protocol of the competition for discussion was you'd say something and somebody else would say something and you could talk over the person and you could argue with the person and you didn't have to take turns or any of that. So immediately I tried to take the ball and start telling my views on the subject and lo and behold there was a guy he was kind of dorky acting and what I thought was probably what we would call a nerd today. But he chimed right in and started arguing with me. Well, to make a long story short, the whole competition was just him and me arguing. Just almost to the point of going to blows. Once in a while, somebody would say something. There's this little gal that she would give her opinion once in a while. We didn't even listen to her. Yeah, but I think it's this way and I think it's that way. And you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. And, and we went on and on and on. I imagine most of the participants in that competition wondered what they were even doing there. So only about four of us really even said anything, and two of us said most of everything. Later that day, when it came time to give out the judges' results of the competitions, they gave them out for improv, speeches, debate, one-act plays, all these things, and then finally the discussion came up and they announced the top eight in the state and you had to get either excellent or superior and they named three people that were excellent and then they named a fourth person and it was me I got an excellent rating and then they named a fifth person and it was my nemesis that sat across the table from me and he got an excellent and he looked thunderstruck and he held his head down and I was beaming. I thought, excellent, this is great. And then they named one more, and it was a superior rating. And it went to that little girl that once in a while could get her opinion in, and that I always brush aside as being non-essential, and that my nemesis looked down upon from the end of his nose. And this little gal stood up and got the only superior rating in the state speech meet in discussion. I couldn't believe it. I thought I had beat the crowd because I felt like I beat that know-it-all across the table. It didn't matter if I even knew what I was talking about. I was more dominant than he was. And if he didn't like it, I'd punch him in the nose. I know I would have if I could have. At the end of school awards where they gave out football letters, basketball letters, cheerleading letters, wrestling letters, track letters, band letters. They also gave the year speech award. And a girl named Karen, which she participated in a 
different competition at the state speech tournament and myself got the state speech award. By that time I had reflected on the whole deal and realized that I didn't even earn that. I just went up with guns flaring, sticking my chest out like a little banny rooster ready to attack you. I don't care if you're a dog that could eat me. And even though I got an excellent award for it, I do believe Karen should have been the sole participant in the year-end speech award. I don't know what she spoke on. Karen was a very likable girl. Everybody liked her. I don't think she was a real bookworm, but she was very good in that class. I would never participate in any plays or anything, even though I was in speech class. The reason I didn't participate in any of the school plays is I didn't want to go through the bother of having to memorize lines. That interested me just about as much as playing my cornet trumpet hybrid, which was none at all. I loved Leah Beth, but I didn't want to be in her plays. I like sitting there watching the plays. And in fact, one time, the school gave a play called The Mouse That Roared. Do you remember that? I can't even remember the premise of it. I think it had something to do with the Cold War or something. But I'm not sure, and I'm not taking time to look it up. Well, at the very beginning of the play, while I was sitting there watching them practice one night, I let out a big roar, and Leah Beth thought that that would be a perfect way to open the whole play. So all of a sudden, I'm in the play. Oh, no, I'm in the play. I don't want to be in the play. That would take too much dedication for me to show up to roar on the night of the play. Well, true to form, the night of the play showed up, and I didn't. Mike ended up doing the roar, and he was very good at it. Probably better than me. I don't know if Leabeth thought I let her down or not. I used to get A's and B's in her class, so she must not have held that against me too much. She was a great teacher. It was a fun class. I'll never forget that tame in the shrew. That took a, about a quarter of the school year going through that. Then that girl might have been a spy for all I know. High school something that I'm glad I'm out of, but there's fond memories. I'm glad I'm not the type that lives there. Perpetual high school student bragging about what a great jock I was. Bragging about what a wonderful student I was. I wasn't a great student, and I wasn't a great jock, but I was both jock and a student. I wonder what jock actually means. Where do they got that word? I know first day of P.E. in seventh grade, coach told us all to go down the trading post and buy a jock strap. Did it come from the word jockey? I should Google it. Maybe I'll talk about that in my next podcast. One disclaimer here before I go. When I described my nemesis at the state speech meet, I called him a dork, a nerd, and I said how I'd like to punch him in the nose. By no means am I promoting any such thing or calling people any such thing. I tried to explain what my feelings were when I was 17 years old. So I apologize for being a little bit crass there. Don't ever forget that an act of kindness can help someone more than you'll ever really know. I'll be back next Wednesday.